All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Marcel, it feels good to say that again. Good evening, I should say. It's uh, it's actually 6 p.m. It's Monday, August 15th. This is the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. So just off the top, we, we're going to do this at 5 p.m. I got the new uh, art artwork ready and everything, Marcel. Just today, I had a doctor's appointment, so I had to do it a little bit later. So I appreciate you uh, shifting it back, Marcel. Thanks. Um, no how's it going, man? How's everything? Everything is good, man. It's freaking hot over here. So, uh, Dude, same it's, here. It's uh, really hot outside right now. Like, <laughs> I got to jump in the pool. We got a little pool in the backyard, so I got to jump in that. Oh, that that's awesome. And I was like, dude, I, I was going to sleep. Like, I think last last day was like 5, then after like 5 a.m. I went to sleep yesterday and I woke up at like 8.30 a.m. And I couldn't go back to sleep. So I went downstairs and sleep on the chair because downstairs is a little bit more uh, colder than over here where i have my bed right on. so uh yeah it's it's just very hot you know and the, the humidity is awful over here so that, that that's that's the main thing that sucks but overall listen man uh we would complain if we had like uh like the whole year of rain you know what i mean so it's not bad to have some hot days but it's always a little bit too much over here when it's hot in my opinion but hey that's me you know maybe people will disagree but whatever <laughs> right on no it, it's hot here too trust me it is um all right, so we got a lot to talk about today. JPH, what's up, man? Haven't seen you in a while in the live chat because obviously we did we changed the time, but we're back to the evenings. So just yeah, it's gonna be five to seven on Mondays going forward, two podcasts. Um, we'll see how that goes, but it works for me. I got some stuff going on on the weekends now, and so does Marcel. So we're gonna start doing that. All right, so we got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, Marcel recapping UFC San Diego. We're gonna recap Bellator, we're gonna recap the PFL card. Uh uh Dan White's contender series as well. Got to mention that as well. So a lot to talk about. So we'll do this podcast for about an hour, and then we'll do the preview podcast for UFC 277, right, or 278, I should say, right afterwards. Usman Edwards, too, looking forward to that. All right, I say we start with the UFC San Diego card, Marcel. Um, yeah. Although, did you want to talk about the news that happened today? Did you want to talk about that breaking news quickly? Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's go. Okay, let's, let's go with that first. So Shane Marcel is a good friend of Shane Burgos, and he just signed with PFL today. So he wanted to talk about it quickly. Um, I'll just give my quick thoughts. I think it's yeah. a great signing for him. I think it's great for PFL. I've been saying this for a while, man. Like, if you're a mid-tier fighter, you're not a champion. You're not probably going to be a champion. No offense to Shane. probably not going to be a champ. PFL is the best option for you probably right now because, Marcel, you get a million dollars for winning tournament, right? But you also make good money for the fights. Like, Pettis was making, like, 700000 a fight, I think. So, I'm assuming Shane's going to make really good bank, obviously more than the UFC. Like, I think he even said that today. He's going to make a lot more. So, I think it's a great signing for him and for PFL. What do you think, man? Yeah, man. He told me, like, UFC can't match what – PFL offered me, you know, and uh, couldn't resist the offer. Uh, he's like, um, my, my, my daughter's futures are set, you know, with, with this deal, you know, so I, I couldn't I couldn't refuse it. He's like, I always had a dream to, to, to fight in the UFC, you know, I've been in the UFC, but now it's time for something else. And, you know, you can't blame him, you know, I mean, if you look at the roster of PFL, I think, by the way, there's a fun roster over there, but he definitely has a good chance to, to win that million, I think, you know, he, he he, he can he can do very well against those guys. So yeah, I, I think it's a good uh, how do you say that? It's it's a good deal to him, you know. If you and also he told me years ago that he loves to commentate. You know, that's something he really loves. He's a real MMA head. He, he knows the history of the sport and everything. And uh, he also has in his contract that he has some uh, how do you say that? Um, that he has some uh, he can do commentary for some events over okay. there. So that's cool for him as well. And, you know, if it's a good deal, you know, why should you not do it? 
you know. And uh, I think also uh, respect to the UFC as well, you know, because they allowed him to talk to other organizations uh, with actually uh, in the time limit where it's not not yet where they should be talking to other organizations, you know, and they allowed him to do. And uh, he also told me, like, they were very, very happy for him and very supportive. So, I mean, yeah. Okay, so. It's just a good signing. We get some comments here. Glenn, what's up, man? Burgos is guaranteed your team is surprised UFC didn't match. I mean, they couldn't match it though, because the thing is, like, first off, the million dollars obviously UFC's not going to pay him that if he won. But even per fight, he's going to make more than what he probably would have made win and show in the UFC, Marcel. So, I mean, they could have matched it. They could have, but they they have the UFC is very like they have the way they gave out contracts for guys that are not champions and. If you're I not mean, a champ, guys, you're better off in PFL, right, Marcel? I don't think so. I mean, Dominic Cruz is on one hundred seventy-five thousand. Be, there's got to be money given behind it, like under the table. There has yeah, to but be, right? That's crazy to me. I know. That, that, in I my know. opinion, he's still the bantamweight goat. In my, I know. Opinion, you know? Dude, so, I think I think it's fucked up that Azmat Mirzakov made twenty-four k to knock out Devin Clark and Matthew Shuffle, who's not even that good. He's going to almost he's one win away from winning million dollars. Yeah, in it's PFL. crazy. So, right? like, I'm telling you guys, if you're, I've been saying this for a couple of years, Marcel. If you're like a mid-tier guy, you're better off going to the PFL. Just saying. So, and so there's at, an option out there, Marcel, because it makes the UFC have to pay more money for these guys too. And they all deserve to get paid more money. We'll know. This. Look, look at Carlos Junior, right? right. He made two million, didn't he? In turn, two tournaments, I want to say. Didn't he? Uh, at least one, one tournament because he got yeah. injured, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Caleb, wait, she made a lot of money. A Loco, one uh, is Chamber versus a lot of great featherweights. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. He's going to be out of the rankings. He's the 14th. He's out. So. Get some other comments here. We're gonna go through UFC Vegas, uh, San Diego recap in a sec. What's up, sweet scientist? It wasn't it wasn't a uh, easy card at all. I don't really know too many people that did well. <laughs> everyone post their bet slips after having Nate Lambert. I didn't hear anyone pick Nate Lambert before this fight. They don't like yeah. betting on him, and they all had like huge bets on him. Like I don't know, Marcel. Just you have to be careful what you believe when you read this stuff on Twitter. Sometimes, guys, that's all I'm gonna say because I didn't hear anyone pick him, Marcel. I don't know about you, but I didn't see anyone. Pick him, so. uh, someone gave, gave us to a shout out for picking somebody we didn't pick. So yeah, thank you. Oh, I saw that. Someone <laughs> said we picked Angel Hill. I don't. I can't remember the guy's names on Twitter. I know you're listening, buddy. Um, we didn't pick him, although I appreciated. We didn't say yeah, the line was too high, but I did say stay away from it. So what's up, Derwin? How's it going, man? Juan, what's up, man? He says it's uh, Marcin Tibera fight week. It sure is, buddy. We're going to talk about in a sec. We're going to talk about Rob Wilkinson after as well. We're going to talk about PFL in a few minutes. Um, Mexican girl. Uh, yeah, she did really well. Her manager did really well. Yeah, we. Um, so her manager did well because she got 25 and 25. Yeah. But maybe there was a lot of leverage there. Maybe she would have been like, hey, we're going to sign on Bellator instead, you know, so mm-hmm. sign this for more money. I don't know. I still think Patty's first contract was a joke. So I did see James Carson's buddy, that Shea guy, he apparently had $3 million Nama, but the thing is, it's not true $3 million because he was hedging out on, on Landwer, basically trying to get a good line on both guys. So I don't know how much he lost, but yeah, I mean, I don't think he won money on that fight. That guy, I, I'm not sure what to think about him, honestly. Like, I think his analysis is pretty good, so I can't say too much, but the way that they were talking about that's kind of strange. Like, I don't think a lot of people understand, like, what he meant about, like, hedging out and stuff. Like, they were basically making the line lower to get a better number on Nanama than going heavy on him and then buying back on Lambert later to like kind of hedge out. That's what they were doing. It's kind of, it's kind of complicated if you don't really understand like betting. Um, but yeah, good pick. I mean, I didn't, th- I didn't think he'd win. We're going to talk about it in a sec. As far as shuffle goes, I don't know. All right, let's get into the San Diego recap, Marcel. We're like yeah, seven sure. minutes into the podcast. Now. <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about here. Let's just start with the main event guys. Um, obviously uh tough card, but I think we both got this one, Marcel Marlin, uh, Marlon Vera. It's funny. I was going to say Marlon Cruz. There's a guy in my bowling league. His name is Marlon Cruz. <laughs> so it's like basically both guys combined. He's a Filipino guy. Um, he looked uh, pretty good. I mean, I thought Cruz looked pretty good, I should say. 
and then he gets caught with a nasty head kick, just brutal head kick. You know, Cheeto's just so nasty in those last couple of rounds. Like his cardio and his just pace is just it's it's very hard to like fight him in those later rounds. And I thought Cruz fought a really good fight, though. That's the thing where so I thought he was doing well. He obviously was winning on all three scorecards up to that point, 29-28. He got dropped three times in the fight, though. So, I mean, obviously his chin's going a little bit. He got dropped by Munoz's last fight. And uh, Cruz capitalized on it. Give a shout-out to uh, Eric Nixick, the coach. Alex Couture, Marcel made a great uh, call like a minute before. I have him on Twitter, right? So I'm following him. And, uh, man, he uh, he's like, hey, this guy leans into those head kicks, and he, and he got knocked out brutally. So great, great call there. Um, Man, Marcel, it was a brutal knockout. I, I literally jumped off my chair seeing that knockout. That was one of those ones. You know, remember Joe Silva used to do the UFC? He'd like, you'd see him freak out. He would have been freaking out if he saw that one. So, yeah, I mean, it was a great knockout, but I mean, he was losing the fight up to that point, but he ends up getting it done again. Just like the Rob, it was very similar to the Rob Font fight, Marcel. You know, getting outstruck, getting out volume, but the power is the difference, right? So, yeah, I mean, give me your thoughts on Cheeto, and we'll, we'll talk about the fight a little bit more after that. Like, I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I love the knockout as much as I hated it, you know what I mean? So, because uh, it was an amazing knockout for Chito Vera, I hated it for Cruz because, yeah, man, Cruz still one of the greats, in my opinion. Not maybe now anymore, but overall, history-wise, you know? So, uh, to see him get knocked out like that, I didn't like that. But, I mean, great win for Vera again. And for Vera, man, it's like it's a, a come, coming back thing the whole damn time, you know, with Font. With Font, he also didn't look like he, he landed a lot, but he landed the most significant shots, you know, in the fight. The most damaging shots. And it's against Cruz as well, I think. Cruz kind of looked like vintage Cruz in the first two rounds, although getting dropped, you know, besides that, he looked like vintage Cruz besides getting dropped, you know what I mean? So um, I think he did very well, yeah, until he got finished, dude, in the, third, in, the, in the fourth round. You know, the third round was also for Vera, was close, but was for Vera. And uh, he got dropped in the fourth round or knocked out. So, um, yeah, good win for Vera. I wonder where it puts him in the division. Uh, he was already in the, in the fifth place. So, lots of going on, you know, with TJ against Aljo, Marab against uh, Aldo, and uh, Jan against O'Malley. So, a lot is going on in the division. Don't know what's happening. I also asked Cruz last week, like, what do you think is next if you win? And he was like, yeah, that's the thing. I have no idea. It's like there are so many matchups at the top of the division. I have no idea, you know. And, of course, he was still imagining uh, that he was going to win the fight. So the, the question now is not valid. But, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of options, you know. But we got to wait what the, how these other fights pan out, you know. I agree. I mean, we just we, you can't say you're going to get the next title shot. Yeah, you have to wait to see what happens at UFC uh, 280, right? Like, you have to see what mm -hmm. happens there. For sure. And also next and this weekend all, with Aldo and Mirab, there's a lot of big fights coming up. So yeah, a lot of, everyone's like, "Oh, he's gonna get the next title shot." I don't think so. I'll be honest with you. I think he's gonna have to fight one more time. Me too. He actually fought back in the rankings in this fight. Marcel, I was a little surprised yeah. he took the fight. To be honest ah. with you, like, I mean, it's still you know, a big name, obviously, right? So yeah, you know what it is. You know, you go to the back to the to the to the backyard of one of the still, in my opinion, the biggest bantamweight of all time, the greatest of all time, in my opinion. You go to his backyard. Still, although he's not the champion anymore, that resume that Cruz had. You know, it still has, and the the fighter he is to have that on your resume, and the way Vera put this on his resume with a knockout win in the fourth round with a head kick, you know, that's huge. You know, you do never know before. You there's always like a fight like you have more to lose than to win, you know. But if you win like this, like Vera did with a fourth round knockout with a head kick, you got a lot more to win. You know, in my opinion, he he did exactly what he had to do pretty much by the by that knockout, and it. it 
it stands beautiful, you know, on your list to have Dominic Cruz as a knockout win on your list. I agree with that. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm just saying, like, he, Rob Font was ranked above him, and then he actually took a guy ranked below him I for agree. this fight. You're, I, I think he's not the fight again, guys. You know, we'll see. And what's up, man? This guy's saying O'Malley might get the shot. I mean, if he beats Pierre Yan, he's getting it. There's 100%. That's what I think. And even if Yan wins, he probably gets it too, Marcel. Depending on, you know, with Sterling. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the Sterling Dillashaw fight. Like, if Sterling that, that, wins, you probably don't do the trilogy fight. You probably have to do something else. So I don't know. There's a lot going on here. Yeah, saying? but that's that's a smart thing from the UFC here, obviously. You know, you got Sterling against Dillashaw. And if Sterling wins, and imagine Jan winning, you can still look at Aldo, for example, if Aldo beats Marab. You're, and, if, and if not, maybe Vera, you know. If Dillashaw wins, so many options are possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like... I think if Dillashaw wins and Jan wins, Jan gets it. You know, if Dillashaw wins and Aldo gets it as well, or, or wins as well, I still think Jan gets it over Aldo because Jan beat Aldo, you know, for example. But mm -hmm. there are so many options. So it's actually awesome, you know, at this moment. The only thing that sucks is that we have to wait till October 22nd, I think, yeah. <laughs> before we know who's uh, going to win between the two. You know? I know. It's, it's still quite a bit of ways. So there's a lot going on, guys. Uh, get some more comments here. <laughs> Adam, are you the pound for pound champ your bowling league? Man, I wish. There's some really good bowlers out there. Like, I'm pretty good. I have two 300 games, like, so that's pretty good. But, Marcel, there's some really good bowlers in my league, man. There's some awesome ones. So, I'm good, but there's guys that are better than me. I'm like the Shane Burgos of my league, basically, Marcel. I'd probably be better off in PSL. <laughs> um, Cruz, last two wins against Casey and Pedro were 29 28. So, if this was a three round, it would have been another win for Dom. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he did win all three. Uh, scorecards in the first and second round on the, on the judges' scorecards. He was up 29-20. And that's what I had, too. The judges scored it well, I think. Uh, the scoring yeah. was 